Hey, what's up, guys? Joe McCall, REI In Your Car podcast. Today's episode, I think, is part five or step five of my one-page How to Do a Lease Option series, and we're all going to be talking about how to advertise and market the contract or the property, depending on what you're doing, for lease option deals. Cool, you ready? It's a beautiful, beautiful day in St. Louis right now. This reminds me of San Diego weather. Oh my goodness, love it. We're in the middle of a kid's jump camp at church and uh, just having a blast. I am tired. They call it uh, jump tired when you've been, as a volunteer, been working. It's a special kind of tired called jump tired. <laughs> but anyway, I am uh, have some business meetings today. So I'm actually, I left early today just to go to some business meetings. But um, yeah, I wanted to talk to you guys about step number five. Step number five is about marketing the property or marketing the contract. So if you're doing an assignment, you're going to be marketing the contract, right? If you're doing a sandwich lease option, you're going to be advertising the property because you're staying in the middle. Now this is really, really simple and I like to manage as much of everything as I can on a checklist, right? You know, if you're a pilot, and I'm not, but I've heard that everything pilots do is in a checklist, like there's a checklist for everything. And it should be the same with some aspects of our real estate investing business. We should have checklists. I know when I used to camp, we used to have a motorhome and we'd travel for months at a time around the country. Um, and we, we don't have that camper anymore, but we did a couple three month, no, we did one three month trip um, while we were looking for a house. We lived in it for about three months. And, um, and then we did about a month trip down to California. So I've been in this camper a lot. And when I first got it, I created a checklist because as you're walking around the camper, you wanna make sure you remember things like disconnecting the power, disconnecting the black sewer and the gray sewer line, right? You wanna make sure you're, you've removed the chocks that are holding the wheels, you know? You wanna make sure that you've pulled everything in, all your slide outs. You wanna make sure your awning is not still out. You may think, oh, duh, like, you should know that, right? Well, here's the problem. It is so easy to forget. In fact, it got to a point where even after I had my checklist done, I got really, really familiar with it, right? And I stopped really kind of doing my checklist. But then I found myself still uh, forgetting things at times. And so I got to a point where I asked my, I always asked one of my boys to walk around and double check my work to make sure everything was disconnected and put away. Like you also have pins in your hitch when you're, you know, you're hitching it, you got the pins in there. Um, There's like, I counted six or seven things I had to, check on my hitch every time I pulled away before I pulled away and so um, I started off having a checklist and it was really helpful because if you start pulling away and those one of those things are out or still connected you could have you know thousands of dollars in damage and <laughs> oh, if you've got some time maybe I'll tell you stories about how I uh, yeah geez pretty crazy gross things that have happened with that camper. Um, Anyway, okay, so you need to have a checklist. And I have a checklist in my course on selling lease option houses and marketing the properties. Um, It's real simple. I kind of broke it down. I listed all the things that have got to be done. Like, you know, you've got 
um, lead-based paint that you got to remember to fill out, right? You've got uh, seller's disclosure statements you need to make sure the seller sign fills out and, you know, you initial and give to the tenant buyer, have them initial it as well, all that good stuff. So anyway, um, when it comes to marketing the property, I list all the things that need to be done, and I have three columns on the left-hand side of my uh, checklist of who's supposed to do it, like the responsibility. It could be you, or it could be your virtual assistant, or it could be your local real estate agent that's helping you market the home. So you need to make sure all that stuff is just getting done. And then you, the next column over to the right, you have the, the item that's supposed to be done, and then the final column over to the right is the date completed. And if you have one of those for every property, you just make sure you're avoiding a lot of headaches and hassles. Well, to market the property, there's only really a few things that you got to do when you're marketing a lease option property. And one of the things that's really important to remember is if you haven't found a good tenant buyer in three to four weeks, then something is wrong and it's usually overpriced. So you might be asking too much in rent or it's just a really obnoxious, weird house in the middle of, you know, I don't know a real bad neighborhood, which you shouldn't be doing lease options like that anyway, right? But even then, if the price is right, and if it's the rent is low enough, you'll find a tenant buyer for it that wants that house. So usually nine times out of 10, if a property is not, uh, if you're not finding good track or, or traffic to that property, it's because it's overpriced or you're just not advertising it in the right places. So I'm gonna tell you the best thing that you, you need to do. Number one, Signs. You need to have signs in the yard. And if you can, put like 10 signs in the yard. Um, then you need bandit signs in the neighborhood. That's really important. Put some signs in the neighborhood. And then I'd also encourage you to, um, you know, like do bandit signs, a sign in the yard. Do as many signs as you can. Signs have always worked best for me. Now, sometimes in some cities, it's a hassle and it's a pain in the butt and you might get fines. But... Shoot, you know what? I don't care because they work. Now, maybe you put them out on a Friday night and pick them up on a Sunday night or something. That might be good. Um, but don't forget your signs. And I like to do just ugly yellow signs, handwritten signs, sometimes white. Um, I've used signs before, or I have students that have used signs. One guy in particular, it just said rent to own, 3% moves you in, and then phone number. And got tons of calls with that. And he was actually telling them 3% moves you in. Like, that's it. So they, people, when they would call, would expect that. By the way, if you use REI Simple, the CRM that we have, you can get phone numbers from them, right? So you don't need Vumber or CallRail anymore or Google Voice. And the cool thing about that is you can put a phone number on there, and with REI Simple, you can set it up where anybody that calls that phone number gets automatically added to your buyer's list. And if they see a sign and they call that number, you can get a different phone number for each property. It's only 4 bucks a month. And you leave an outgoing message saying, hey, you know, thanks for calling about the house on 123 Main Street. It's a, uh, a rent-to-own home. It's a three-bedroom, two-bath. The rent is $1,300 a month, and it's in nice shape, blah, 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 blah. 3% moves you in. If you want to see pictures in a video, go to this website, right? And you give them a domain, and they can go there. But the cool thing is you can set it up in REI Simple. When they call, it sends them an automated text message back right away. And it just says, you can set it up where it sends them a text back that says, hey, uh, thanks for calling about our house at 123 Main Street. Do you have any questions? And the cool thing about that is it starts a conversation because a lot of them won't leave a voicemail once they hear your voicemail, right? But um, you can't do it where it sends them a link to a website because that's kind of spammy. 
Uh, but what you can do is you can just send them a plain text message back. And if they respond back with questions, you can then send them a link in reply. Like, hey, go check out the websites and the pictures and videos here on this page, right? So you, you got to get uh, you get those different phone numbers for different properties. And then when you get a property in the future, a new one in that neighborhood, you can text blast your entire buyer's list about your new property. It's pretty cool. Um, which leads me to something I forgot to say, that, like what you should do first. You got to get a bunch of pictures and get a video if you can. You don't need professional video. Just walk through the house with your phone. Just walk through the entire house from front to back. Make sure all of the lights are on in all of the rooms in the house. And just walk through the house with your phone and shoot a video. And then you can just upload it, usually from your phone, right to YouTube or something like that. But put that on your website. Uh, if you have REI Simple, you can get a lease option website. If you don't, you know, you can get a carrot website. I, you know, I, I have three or four different carrot websites. Go to joelikescarrots.com if you want to check out Investor Carrot, but they have really good sites. But get your property on a website. That's really important because you want a place where people can go to to look at pictures, look at a video, to understand how the program works, to answer some common questions and things like that. And in my course, there's stuff you can add to your website that explains the programs and answers frequently, question, frequently asked questions, etc. right? Okay, so you've got it on your website. you got a phone number for that specific property. You put that phone number on your bandit signs, on your ads for the property, um, maybe if you do any flyers and stuff like that. But anytime anybody ever, ever, ever calls that number, the cool thing is it adds them to your buyer's list, which is super important and cool. Um, and by the way, too, once you start doing a bunch of this, you can have a VA, a virtual assistant, manage your text messages, right? Because it can be overwhelming. You probably won't be able to do it yourself. But you know how people are these days, they just don't leave voicemails, right? They just communicate by text. And so they'll listen to your outgoing message, but they won't leave a voicemail. It's funny, my friend the other day, um, he left, he was calling his daughter and um, he got her voicemail and she, she uh, texted him back. She said, you left me a voicemail? What is this, 1990? <laughs> um, anyway, so like vo voicemail is old school these days with kids. So. Yeah. Do you understand? Does that make sense? I wish I could see you guys so I could just see some heads nodding to make sure that what I'm saying makes sense. Um, okay. So where else can you advertise the property? Number After number one, signs. Number two is Facebook Marketplace. Facebook Marketplace has probably replaced Craigslist in terms of where people go. It's uh, way better than Craigslist. But uh, the only problem I don't like with Facebook Marketplace is it doesn't give you... You can't put... At least I haven't found a way to put phone numbers in there yet. I guess you could maybe if you put it in the description, but anyway, uh, put your house on Facebook Marketplace, put it in the for rent section. Um, if they'll let you put it in the for sale by owner section as well. After Facebook Marketplace, as many pictures as you can, by the way, in all of these, make sure your pictures, they don't have to be profes professionally done, but make sure they're taken with a lot of light, a lot of light, okay, in your rooms, try to get a lot of light in the rooms. Then, um, after Facebook Marketplace, try to get it on Craigslist. I put them usually in the for rent and the for sale by owner section. When it comes to Craigslist, I like creating about two or three completely different ads and post them on different days so you can rotate through those and recycle them, you know. I might have two or three rental ads and one for sale by owner ad. I get more traction from for rent than I do for sale by owner, okay. Um, then Zillow. Now Zillow is tricky because it just is. If it's already been listed before, you know, you, uh, you might have to go through and try to claim that you're the owner. 
Um, you don't want to lie and claim that you're the realtor, okay? Sometimes it's a little tricky um, to do that. By the way, but if you are licensed, if you are a licensed agent, um, Zillow, for some reason, I've heard this from several people, if you become a premier agent with Zillow, which just means that you get the rights to a certain zip code. So what this one guy did is he found this obscure zip code out in the country and he became the premier agent of that zip code with Zillow. So he does a little bit of advertising in that zip code. Um, it makes it him. It makes it a lot easier for him to advertise his for sale by owner properties on Zillow. Like, does that make sense? Like, he's got rental properties and for sale by owner properties that he puts on Zillow, and because he's a premier agent in another small, remote zip code, uh, it's a lot easier for him to put his for sale by owner and his rental properties on Zillow. Make sense? So go get that done if you're an agent. All right, so um, you got Bandit Signs, Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, and Zillow. And if you've done those four things, you've not sold it yet, then something's wrong. Again, it's overpriced, or you're not advertising it enough, or it's a butt-ugly house. And you don't want to do lease options on butt-ugly houses, right? Right. The final thing I'll say is Facebook ads. Facebook ads work really well. Um, Facebook ads, though, work better for maybe building your tenant buyer's list. If you want to give a, a giveaway a list of rent-to-own homes, you can do that. In my course, I, I show you how to do it. We've tested images on Facebook ads of nicer homes and smaller homes, cheaper homes. And the cheaper ones work best. I'm talking about, like, you know, the homes built in the 90s or the early 2000s, the little three-bedroom ranches. Um, we even tested one with nice perfect green grass and one with like green and brown grass and the one with the more um unprofessional grass with brown patches (laughs) actually pulled better we so we we tested real nice houses and the one that worked best was a three-bedroom ranch um, in a suburban area with brown partly brown grass and that worked the best and we just drove them to an investor carrot squeeze page and got really, really cheap opt-ins. So that's something you might want to consider doing. Um, we have information on how to do that in the course, but it's pretty simple, straightforward. All right, so um, that's it. You start marketing the property, then you start taking phone calls, start taking applications. You're definitely going to want to get somebody eventually to do all of this for you. And, you know, you got to outsource it anyway, so I just recommend why not outsource it to a realtor. Find a leasing agent and have the realtor or leasing agent do that. How do you find a leasing agent? You put an ad in Craigslist. Say, hey, I'm looking for a leasing agent. I'm an investor. I'm looking for a leasing agent to help me lease my properties. Um, have them call you. I usually pay them half to one full month's rent, depending on how many that you've got going on. Um, if, you, if that doesn't work, posting an ad in Craigslist, you can just start calling all of the rental properties. Look for the ones that are, even the ones that are done by property managers. Sometimes those leasing agents that are advertising those properties will work for other clients as well, just for finding tenants. And you just ask around enough at your local RIA group, um, different companies that are advertising properties for rent. Um, you'll find people that can do it for you. I've done it before. I found realtors that for 500 bucks would just advertise the property for me. So it can be done. All right. So I've long winded. This has been a longer one than I expected it to be. Um, if you want more information about lease options and how to do them, I got a book. I wrote a book on it that teaches you all of the steps that I'm talking about here. Go to wlobook.com, wlobook.com. It's free. You just pay a few bucks in shipping and handling. We'll send it out to you. And it's pretty cool. All right, go get my book, wlobook.com. That stands for Wholesaling Lease Options, wlobook.com. We'll see you guys. I'm out of here. Bye. <music>